You want to know what the perfect storm sounds like? High inflation, high interest rates, low amounts of skilled labor available, and companies getting high on their own supply. You get it? Because we're talking about construction companies. In this video, we're going to talk about the collapse of the construction industry here in Australia. Yes, yeah, sounds dramatic because it really is. What we're seeing is the economy shaking under the fact the interest rates are going higher. People can't accept that because they've taken on large amounts of debt over the last few years. If you are interested in how this affects you, definitely keep watching. Hey guys, my name's Ravi and welcome back to Personal Finance with Ravi Sharma. If you're new here, smash that subscribe button because I talk about real estate, cryptocurrency and financial freedom. Now, if you are after more conversations like this on a more regular basis, especially while I'm in Europe, then definitely go and join the Patreon group. There's a link in the description below. That's where I am every day talking about the construction companies that are now potentially going to collapse. Now, the co-founder of the Association of Professional Builders, Russ Stevens, actually came out and said 80% of building firms are hemorrhaging money. More than half of the estimated 12,000 construction companies are reportedly trading at a loss. Now, this sounds pretty concerning. He also said that 50% of building companies wouldn't be able to pay back their debts at all at once if their creditors asked for their money today. Now, the chance of actually all creditors asking for all their money at the same time, very unlikely. However, it is a fairly good indicator of what's happening in the economy right now. You've got companies that are out there trying to build more property because we definitely need it. We've got a rental crisis. But at the same time, there might not be enough demand on the other side. People have had their borrowing capacities restricted from the fact that interest rates are going up. Now, why are interest rates going up? Well, you should probably check out all the other videos I've got on this channel and smash that like button. Because every time we smash the like button, we have inflation drop just by a little bit. And that's how we can effectively return to our two to 3% target band. If you're watching Philip Lowe, you should definitely smash that like button. Probably gonna help you. The average price of a home in New South Wales to build has gone from 330,000 to 440,000 in the last 12 months. Now we are seeing the prices of timber and things like that slow down in terms of the increase and they're starting to come down. But when you couple this with the fact that it's taking longer to build and interest rates have gone up in this time, you've started getting some buyers actually have to pull out of their contract, can't go ahead with the build. This puts further pressure on the building company because they're not effectively paying their people until most projects are actually completed. So you're starting to see how this all plays out. And yes, you could probably sit there and watch Channel 9 News and think, hey, interest rates go up. That means my property price goes down. There's a lot more to it, guys. There's actually an economy that runs and we need interest rates to go up and down because it affects the rest of the market. At times, I don't even think the politicians know how it works, but who am I? to say I'm some guy on YouTube. Now let's think about this. Take a step back and understand that if the construction companies are now facing problems and they can't effectively build more property, that means the existing supply of property will most likely get bought out or rented out. Now let me explain. When you have interstate migration into areas that traditionally only had 100 homes, now there's 150 people wanting to live there and want a home each, then there's a lack of supply for the demand. That's when you've got construction companies coming in saying, working with developers to go, hey, let's build some more stuff here because hey, there's money to be made for us, but also people want to live here. Then you have people go in, employment's up, the economy is driving, diverse economy means a healthy market. But if we start seeing that people are moving into these areas, but there's not enough available there, they either have to move somewhere else. And this is what causes prices to go up when it comes to the rentals as well as capital growth. Believe it or not, it's not the fact that it's in regional areas or it's in a capital city right next to the station. It all comes down to what is available today and what's available in the next 12, 24 and 36 months. That is effectively how you would look at it in the short you combine that with why people would want to move here. Maybe there's jobs, maybe there's infrastructure, maybe there's plans for them to increase a particular thing in that actual area. And these are the factors that actually increase the demand for someone to want to live there. Now, over the last 12 or 24 months, the housing boom's been great. You've seen a lot of developers, marketers all come out and say, well, build this house and land package. You're going to make money because you enter the contract, you pay like 5%, sometimes just a holding deposit. And then they say, well, if you hold it today, the price will go up. 
right? Because that's a guaranteed thing, right? The word guarantee is very scary. But apparently if you buy today, it's definitely going to be high in 12 months time. So let's look at an example. 12 months ago, people would have bought a property in say a suburb of Sydney, right? And they go ahead and they purchase it for say, you know, $800,000. That includes the house and the land. It's amazing. The marketing company or the developer comes to you and says, well, you bought it for 800,000, but we know prices have been going up in Sydney. So what's gonna happen is you are buying it at 800, but you only have to put a 10% deposit down and then you're gonna construct the home, which again is gonna be a fixed price because that's what we put in the contract apparently. Then what will happen is by the time you settle, which will be in nine or 12 months time, you're gonna have a property that's worth 900,000. Now, in some cases, this has played out. Some people have done really, really well. However, it is a higher risk and the higher risk is exactly what is playing out right now. You as a borrower can probably borrow up to $800,000. That's why you bought something because we like to maximize our borrowing capacity. But in a year's time, if interest rates go up, now suddenly the bank is not willing to give you $800,000. They say, well, you're maxed out at 720. What that means is unless you can come up with the remaining $80,000, you're pretty much screwed because now you don't have enough money to fulfill the actual build and the actual purchase. Now to really double down on how bad this situation situation is, is that some properties have not only not gone up because it was guaranteed, they've actually gone down in value and by 10 or 12%. So that property that you bought for 800,000 were promised it was going to be worth 900,000 is in fact now worth probably about 700 or 750,000. So not only has the bank valuation gone down, you can't actually afford to get a higher loan. You have little to no choice, but to actually let go of your deposit, forfeit it and walk away. Now this is an extreme case, but people are suffering from this right now. It is why I go on about, hey, build your foundational portfolio, build it. It's not sexy, but hey, it's recession proof. You go out there, you're buying existing stock, which is super important in inflationary times. Because again, you've got to look at the cost of replacement. What you focus on is, hey, if I build a house in 2020, it's going to cost me 300K. Okay. But if I build the same exact house, same materials and everything in 2022, it's probably going to cost me 400,000. Now the cost of replacement is 400,000. So if I can buy an existing home for say $300,000, I pretty much get the land for free. And that's how I sort of work with trying to build a portfolio that has medium to low risk as we go through the cycle and then we can go and actually increase the level of risk we want to take on to accelerate our plan if we need to. But too many people watch the block or they get hit up with these stupid ads on Facebook and Instagram suggesting that they go out and buy a house and land package and it's the best thing ever in this growth corridor. What we're seeing are the constraints of this economy and that is when people are going to feel the pain. There are numerous companies that are really feeling the pain right now. You've got Geelong Building Company, Norris Construction Group, collapsed owing $27 million. You've got big building companies like Metricon getting rid of one third or two thirds of their entire employee base. Melbourne construction company Blint Builders collapses owing $1 million to 50 creditors. Now these are just a couple that are out there that are happening right now. Now let's take a moment here. As of right now, we've actually only increased by 1.75%. We pretty much have the construction industry collapsing and there's not enough skilled labor to go and get them out this mess, reduce the cost because inflation's affecting us from overseas. So we're starting to see the economy shake, which is pretty much what I was saying all year. I'm saying that, hey, if we do see interest rates go up, they can't go as high as most people think they would. Now, yes, granted, I'm young, I'm naive, I'm stupid because, hey, because I'm not 50 and I didn't live through when interest rates were 20%. I did, however, live through like six corrections in the property market worth more than 30% over the last couple of years. Yeah. 
that definitely didn't happen. But what's more important is I'm an adaptive investor. I focus on this day in, day out. I'm not just some guy that talks about it for fun. I actually enjoy this stuff, but I do spend more than 50 to 60 hours a week learning about the economy as well as what's happening with the buyer's agency because that's what I run on a daily basis. If you are interested in knowing more, there's a link in the description below to the website where you can reach out to me so we can have a discussion around how we can help. We know in Australia, the construction industry and the property market is so important as a high agenda item for the politicians of this country. So you better believe that they're going to start cutting rates well before you think they will. And that is when we're going to shift into the next phase of this market. If you are interested in staying up to date with this, definitely join the Patreon group. There's a link in the description below. Otherwise, just go ahead and subscribe and watch every video I ever bring out. <laughs> I'll catch you guys in the next one. Thanks, guys.